God, that comes, oh God, from the womb of the morning, that comes from the start of the day, Father. We come into it this morning in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, because your spirit is also saying to us that we are not just coming out, Lord, but we are coming into a new thing. Father, we decree and we declare, oh God, that we walk, Lord, even in authority, we walk in boldness, we walk in the understanding, oh God, as we walk into the blessings and the riches and the goodness of our King. In the name of Jesus, Father, you want to come boldly, oh God, before the throne of grace. We receive the boldness, we receive the courage, we receive the understanding, my God, that is required for us to walk, to stand, oh God, to take authority, Lord, even in this time, even in this season of our lives, in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask that we receive your grace, oh God. Your grace is always available for us. We thank you because this is a season of grace. We thank you, Father, because every time you release your word, every time you speak your word, you do not just give us your word, but you also give us the enablement to execute your word. And so, Father, this morning, we receive the divine enablement that comes from your word. In the name of Jesus, we pray, oh God, over each and every person this morning. As we lift up our voices, oh God, we begin to declare over ourselves that we are enabled by the word of God. We are strengthened by the word of God. Our faith rises up this morning. Our faith is restored. In the name of Jesus, let us begin to declare over ourselves. Just begin to say, I am enabled by the word of God. I am energized by the word of God. I am restored by the word of God. I am refreshed by the word of God. I am strengthened by the word of God. I am equipped by the word of God. I am directed by the word of God. I am aligned by the word of God. In the name of Jesus, I am positioned by the word of God. I am directed by the word of God. I am led by the word of God. Zekita tane brokuza kaya da boshia, entani brada bazekita ta, rekoto do boshi kare mama. I am helped by the Holy Spirit. Nekire boshi de brada ba rekina mama mama, rekoto do boshi kere brada ba rekina da boshi kere brada mama. Ekataye de brado si kada mama. I am aided by the presence of my Father. Mazika tire boshi de brada ba rekita ta, zekita ne. Baba <laughs> 
It is a season of establishment. It is a season where we are becoming established, or rather, the Lord will establish us in his righteousness. Amen. It is a season where the Lord is taking up all the things that he has placed in us. All the preparation, yes. all the preparations he has allowed us walked in, and he's establishing it. He's taking all Amen. the processes, all the experiences, all the encounters, all the testimonies yeah. that we have had in him, and he's giving us tangible results. He is showing yeah. us the practicality of every word that we have received, all the times that we Amen. have trusted him in our secret place, all the times that we have trusted him corporately. The Lord is bringing a fulfillment of every word that he has spoken up until now that is that this is the kind of season we have come into and so we must be very careful as we begin this fast today i'd like us to pray for the grace to wait on the lord because this is one of those seasons where we do not we 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 literally have to look out for one another we literally have to ensure that everybody is aligned it is no longer a case of, oh, okay, to each his own. No, we are working as a team. We are working as a camp. The theme for this prayer ring is Camp Gilgal. It is not an individual that makes up a camp. It is a group of people that make up a camp. Mm. And usually a camp or a group of people are brought down by reason of the weakest member on their team. That is why each and every one of us must make sure that we are doing our part in strengthening one another, in edifying one another, in looking out for one another. Very interestingly, when we look at the whole armor of God, we are told that the armor is is um is covering and equipping every part of the body except the back. Why? Because um the back of each soldier is guarded by the one that is standing behind him. So this is one of mm. those seasons where we are not just working out our salvation for ourselves, but we must also realize that everything that we do is kind of like in twofold. We are not just strengthening mm. ourselves, but we must realize that our brothers are looking onto us, our sisters are looking onto us also to be 
be strengthened. So we must watch the things that we permit around our lives. We must watch the words that we speak. We must watch the things and the associations we get ourselves into. This is a season of heightened concentration. This is a season mm. where discernment needs to be heightened like never before because mm. it is not that we are crossing over. It is that we have crossed into the new, but we are coming together and we are waiting to receive instructions from the Lord to know how to go into, to know how to come into. We have crossed out, but now it is time to cross in. And that is why we are seeking God's face. And we are saying, Father, how will you have us possess the land? Father, how will you have us take charge? Father, what are the strategies that you are giving us in this time and in this season? We must also realize that this is not the time or the season to point fingers and to play the blame game. This is not the time and the season for us to speak about the failures of the fathers. No. Imagine if the children of Israel spent more of their time, apart from the 40 years that had been spent in the wilderness, they began to talk about their predecessors and how they did not cross over because of the failures or because of the limitations that they had. Time is of the essence. In fact, if you look at things, just even literally these days, time seems to be going by very fast. When did we come into the month of September? It is already the sixth day of the month. So we must realize that everything is working quickly for the establishment of the kingdom of no, God no, on earth. Sorry, and we must realize that everything is going to be judged. Do you know that even yeah. time in itself is going to be judged? Time in itself is going to be redeemed. And so even time in itself is working fast to make sure that it fulfills its own mandate as given to it by God. So each and every one of us, as that um, um, popular adage says, we should not just look at the time, we should do as it does. It is constantly moving. It is constantly working. It is constantly doing. We must come into that place where we are constantly doing, but we cannot do this on our own. We do it by the leading of the Holy Spirit. It is such a yeah. crucial time. It is such a crucial season. And none of us should allow ourselves to be caught sleeping. None of us should be allowed to be caught off guard. We must look out for each other. We must do our part in strengthening the brethren. Praise God. So this is a season Hallelujah. where as much as possible, reach out to your brothers reach out to your sisters, reach out to your friends, check on them, know how they are doing, not just their physical lives, but also their spiritual lives. If you need to be held accountable by a brother, if you need to be held accountable by a sister, if there's a particular area that you are struggling in and you know that, oh, this will be a stronghold for me in this season, confess one to another so that you will receive strength. Whatever you need to do to come into the promise and the inheritance that God has prepared for you, this is not a time to allow pride stand in the way. This is a time for us to humble ourselves. I was sharing with, um, um, with my team yesterday and i was telling them how every time in the bible when we look at fasting you know every time the scripture talks about fasting fasting is not just it so we need to see fasting not as punishment fasting is done to humble ourselves and it is a humbling that we must do by ourselves the bible tells us in scriptures that um if the people that are called by my name will humble their, themselves and pray and the one of the ways that we humble ourselves is by 
by fasting. So we humble ourselves by fasting. This is a season where we must humble ourselves. It is not God's responsibility to humble us. However, he gives us the grace to humble ourselves. Every time the word of God speaks, every time the scripture speaks about something, it is not just addressing a matter, but as we said, it is, it is releasing the grace that is required even to execute what it is saying. So if the Bible is talking about humbling yourself and praying, it is not just giving you doctrine. It is not just giving you instruction, but it is giving you the grace even to execute and to carry out that instruction. So it is not yeah. for us to take it to God and say, oh God, humble me. No, I was listening to a preacher uh, that, that was talking about how you know, people say, oh, God, humble me. And he said, that's that's not God's role to play. God expects us to humble ourselves. So if you are going to God and you are saying, humble me, in, indirectly, what you're asking for is humiliation. And you will most likely not like that result, you know, of, the, of, 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 of that request that you are making. So we are not putting the... The, the responsibility on God alone and saying, oh God, you know what? You created me. You have the authority. You do it. We have gone past that stage. In the book of Joshua, which is our text for this season, the book starts, it starts at the end of the first five books um, of the Bible. And it's, it, it's, it, it, it starts at the end of, of Moses' reign, or rather Moses' um, leadership of the Israelites. And Joshua starts by God telling Joshua, what was the first thing that God told Joshua? He said, Moses, my servant is dead. So there was no time for a pity party, really. There was no time for him to second guess himself, really. There was no time for him to stop. Mm -mm. It was now a time to get up and build. Get up with everything that you have seen my servant do. Get up with all the things that you have observed. Get up with all the things that all the prayers you have prayed. Get up with all the expectations you have had in your heart. Get up with all the encounters that I have shown you. Get up with all the dreams, all the visions, all the prophetic words that have been spoken over you. Because Moses, my servant, is dead. Very clearly, a season had changed. A season had changed. A time had shifted. They had come into a new place. They had crossed over and it was time for them to cross into the new. So the Lord was giving Joshua that instruction and he was telling him, it is time to arise. It is time to act. It is time to move. But you cannot do it on your own. And the Lord clearly helped. He gave Joshua, you know, um, context and he gave him direction and he showed him how to engage. He told him clearly, the old way is gone. It is time for the new. And the Lord also acknowledged that Joshua could not do it by himself. I'd like us to turn to the book of Joshua chapter one. In this time, my brothers and my sisters, I urge us all, please let us be close to our Bibles. Let us be close to the word of God. Let us stay in the word of God. We cannot allow any time to pass casually. This is the time to go and dust off your earphones, dust off your speakers. You cannot allow any second or, or any moment in time to waste. At every given time, what are you listening to? It is time for you to even filter the apps on your phone. Just this morning, I woke up, I had to delete an app from my phone because I realized that it's like this app does not want me to cross over. I want to hold one of my legs in the old season. And I said, it's not going to happen. 
I must cross and I must cross well. I must cross well. I must enter fully. I will not leave a part of my soul or a part of my life or a part of my body or a part of my mind in the old season. All of me will be fully immersed in the spirit of God. All of me will be fully immersed in the will and in the plan of God. And you see, this is a season of intentionality. The time and the season of, okay, you know what, Lord, it is on you, Father, you know, do your thing. That time has passed because God wants us to arise as sons. He wants us to arise and become sons. He wants us to arise as sons. And what is the marking of a son? Responsibility. It is no longer for us to leave the, the, the leave leave things casually to God. I was I was I was sharing this yesterday, and I was telling my group that you see the difference between the Jacob at at Bethel and the Jacob at Peniel was intentionality. At Bethel, Jacob slept and woke up and he said to himself, the Lord was in this place and I knew it not. He had another encounter with God. He had another time with God. He had the, you know, the heavens open before, you know, above him. There was ascending and descending. It was like a pathway for the miraculous, a pathway for the supernatural. And the Bible says that the Lord was standing above this stairwell that was open before him, but he just stumbled into it. So he did not really understand the gravity of what he had come into or the gravity of what was made available for him. But it was in retrospect, he opened his eyes and said, oh, this is what was going on. How many times have we found ourselves in situations like that? And one too many times we have thought it was cute because we have shared these testimonies with within ourselves and we have said oh you know i didn't even realize it was after xyz happened that's when i saw oh that this was what the lord was doing this was what the lord was saying as much as that is fantastic there is also a panel for every battle we must see that indeed the word of god and the experiences that we have in god are double-edged as we are looking at it from this, from one side of things, we must also realize that there is God's perspective and there is God's intention. I say to my group a lot of the time that when it comes to the will of God, there is the good will, there is the acceptable will, but there is the perfect will of God. It takes intentionality to know and to walk in the perfect will of God. And so you look at Jacob, when he came to Penel, it was no longer a case of, oh, the Lord is, is in this place and I knew it not. He stayed up all night into the morning. And I don't think he was trying to do a 24-hour watch. I don't think he gave himself a timeline. I don't think that that Jacob gave himself a time frame. I think he gave himself a, a situation or he gave himself a mandate of as long as it takes, whatever it takes, I will not let you go until you bless me. We can look at it now and say, oh, he wrestled into the morning. And we can tell ourselves, okay, I just need to pray for one night. I just need to pray for seven days. I just need to pray for 31 days. I just, we are the ones that are giving ourselves the timelines now. But these were men that went into the presence of God and had no agenda. And all they knew and all they cared for was that the presence of God would rest on them and they wouldn't go until they had received what it was that they wanted. How desperate are you in this season? It is desperation that makes you intentional. It is desperation that makes you intentional. We have to be very intentional. And we see that Jacob then went into Peniel and he said, I will not let you go until you bless me. And he wrestled and wrestled and wrestled so much so that the man that came out on the other side was a different man. It was a changed man. Even the way he walked changed. Even the way he talked changed. Even the way he related with, you know, with God changed. 
and his name changed. What does a name speak of? The name of a person, amongst other things, it speaks of the authority of the person. And so we see that indeed Jacob became the son of the promise that he had received. Though casually, now he was intentional about it and he began to manifest and walk in that promise. And so this is a penal season where we must be intentional about the word of God. What is the word of God that you are riding on in this season? What is the what has the Lord been saying to you in your quiet time, in your walk with him, in your secret corners when nobody is watching? Not on prayer rain call what prayer rain does for us is that it helps to stir up what is already lying within us it helps to confirm what we have already encountered or what we have already heard or what we have already received or what we may already be reasoning in our hearts that is why we come together so that amongst other things, we fellowship and all of that, but the Lord helps to confirm the convictions that he has already placed in our hearts. So brethren, we must be very, 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 very intentional. We cannot approach this season casually. We cannot approach this season with carelessness or carefreeness. We must be very intentional. We must steward. We must write down. We must, we must, we must um, um, journal, you know, the words and the scriptures that the Lord lays in our hearts praise god praise god i'd like us to open our bibles to the book of joshua chapter one and i'll just read through the whole i'll read through the whole chapter and then i'll just itemize some of the things that the lord laid in my heart and then we will pray i'll also like to encourage us to stay in prayer throughout today i'd like us to fight with all that we have in us to stay in this fast this is a fasted season in fact if you if you even look around, you would notice that a lot of people are waiting on God in this season. It's because the spirit of God is speaking. Personally, I sense that September is a month where we should even be fasting all through. But I, I would, you know, it was one of the things that I was asking God. I said, how long should this corporate fast be? Should we fast all through the month? Should we fast for two weeks? Should we fast for 21 days? Or should we fast for seven days? Finally, I made the call and said, you know what, let's do seven days because there's also there's a place where we stare ourselves off and there's also the place where we take up our responsibilities and say, you know what, the fast may be ending on the 12th of September, but Lord, I want to go, I want to stay in you with everything I have, I have heard and everything I have received. I want to continue this journey in with you, Lord, until the day dawns, until the day breaks, until Christ is fully formed in this time, in this season, until I clearly hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying to me. Praise the Lord. I'll begin, I'll begin from Joshua chapter one, verse one. Now, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses. Moses minister saying, Moses, my servant is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go before this Jordan, thou and all these people, unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites and unto the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your coast. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee 
I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. Be strong and of a good courage. For unto this people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto thy fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law. According to all the law, not some of it, not part of it. He said, be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Have I not, have not I commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Then Joshua commanded the officers of the people, saying, Pass through the host and command the people, saying, Prepare you, prepare you victuals, for within three days ye shall pass over this Jordan to go in to, to, go in to possess the land which the Lord your God giveth you to possess it. And to the Reubenites and to the Gadites and to half of the tribe of Manasseh spake Joshua saying, remember the word which Moses, the servant of the Lord commanded you saying, the Lord your God has given you rest and had given you this land. Your wives, your little ones and your cattle shall remain in the land which Moses gave you on this side, Jordan. But ye shall pass before your brethren armed, all the mighty men of valor, and help them, until the Lord hath given your brethren rest, as he hath given you, and they have, and they also have possessed the land which the Lord your God giveth them. Then ye shall return unto the land of your possession, and enjoy it, which Moses the Lord's servant gave you on this side Jordan, toward the sun rising. And they answered Joshua, saying, all that thou commandest us, we will do. And whithersoever thou sendest us, we will go. According as we hearken unto Moses in all things, so will we hearken unto thee. Only the Lord thy God be with thee, as he was with Moses. Whosoever he be that doeth, that doeth rebel against thy commandment, and will not hearken unto thy words in all that thou commandest him, he shall be put to death. Only be strong and of a good courage. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Interestingly, in verse 15, it talks about um, until the Lord had given your brethren rest as he had given you, and they also have possessed the land which the Lord your God giveth them. Then ye shall return unto the land of your possession and enjoy it, which Moses, the Lord's servant, gave you on this side of Jordan towards sunrising. I just want to quickly touch on this before we, you know, before I share further. Here we see that it's also talked about being your brother's keeper, looking out for your brothers, standing in the gap for your brothers, interceding for your brothers, making sure that you're not just the only one that comes into your possession. The Bible is telling us here that um, until everybody has come into their place of rest, until everybody has come into their inheritance, until your brother is standing, 
until you have strengthened your brethren, you yourself have not fully come into rest. I'd like us to pray that the Lord will even give us the grace and he will give us the, the compassion and the love to even um, stand in the gap for our brothers, to be our brother's keepers, to check on one another, to love one another, because at the end of the day, we may do all of these things, but if it is not rooted in love, we have done nothing. So as much as we want to enter, as much as we want to receive, as much as we want to be blessed, as much as we want to, you know, see the great and mighty work and workings of the Lord in this season that we have come into, we must realize that we cannot go alone. We must go with the brethren. I'd like us to pray that the Lord will even renew our love. You know, he would, he would touch our hearts and cause us to, 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 to love one another like never before that in this season, our greatest weapon will be the weapon of love, that we would love tirelessly, that we would love recklessly, just the way Christ has loved us. We would even duplicate that love and replicate it towards one another in the name of Jesus. I'd like us to pray that even as the banner over us, which is love, as the, banner, as the Lord's banner over us is love, that even we ourselves shall show love to one another, that we would not respond to one another with hatred, we will not respond to one another with anger. We will not put ourselves before each other, but we will constantly act in love. We would walk in love. We will respond in love. We will treat one another in love. We will treat one another as Christ loves us, as Christ loves and chose the church and put the church before himself. I'd like us to pray that the Lord would even just um, 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 reignite the love for the brethren in our hearts in the name of Jesus, because we cannot even change one another. We cannot influence people that we do not love. We cannot help people that we, we do not love. We cannot... Um, 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 stand in the gap for people that we do not love. I'd like us to pray that the Lord will give us a genuine love for one another. He will renew our hearts and our minds towards one another, that we would love each other. We would love just as Christ loves us in the name of Jesus, because it is his desire that we love one another. We love our neighbors yes. as ourselves. We love just as he has loved us. The last theme, the, 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 the theme for prayer rain, the, the last prayer rain theme, rather, for last month was the love of God. And this is a, I believe this is a resounding pattern and it is a resounding message that the Lord wants to lock in our hearts. I'd like us to pray that the Lord will even give us opportunities to love one another, whether it is a love, whether it is, um, um, whether the love requires us to give, whether the love requires us to pray, whether the love requires us to spend more time whether the love requires us to just even be present present whatever love requires of us per time and per season that we would arise to the to the occasion we would we would we would we would do as love requires of us because our god is love above and beyond everything else everything that god does for us is rooted in the character that he is which is love i would like us to pray that the lord would even instill this character of love within us in the mighty name of jesus love conquers all things it is in love that we can conquer it is through love that we can even possess anything it is through love that we can even walk in inheritance it is because of love that the lord delivered the, the people of israel because he called them according to his name he marked them out 
for, for the time that they found themselves in. It is by his love that he even chose them. I'd like us to pray that the Lord will help us to replicate this characteristic of love in our lives towards one another in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, give us a heart of love. Give us the heart of love. Cause your spirit of love, Father, to be renewed in our lives, oh God. In the name of Jesus, take away selfishness from us. Father, in these last days, oh God, where men will be lovers of themselves, men will be workers of iniquity. Oh my God, let those fruits, oh God, and those characters and those traits, oh God, of the end times, oh God, that are found in the workers and the sons of iniquity, let it not be found in us. Let the seed of selfishness not be found in us. Let the seed of wickedness not be found in us. Let the seed of self, of, of, of the love of self and the gratification of self and the exaltation of self, Lord, let it not be found in us. Deliver us, O God, Father, from the spirit of this age. Deliver us, O God, from the spirit of selfishness, O God. Renew us, O God, in your love. Renew us by your love, my God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 And so there are three things we are going to, I believe that by the grace of God, he's going to, he's going to help us understand through this, you know, in this time, whether we can go through everything in these seven days, or if it's, you know, as the spirit leads us, even beyond the seven days of the corporate fast, what happened before Gilgal, what happened in Gilgal, and what happened after they crossed from Gilgal. So we start in Joshua chapter one. And the first thing that the Lord did was he painted a picture to Joshua. And it's one of the things that I realized that God does for us. He will paint a picture. He will show you what to expect. He will give you something to walk towards. He will give you, he would, he would, when the Lord comes and when the spirit of the Lord comes upon a man, one of the first things he establishes is hope. He opens your eyes to see as he sees. He aligns your vision with his. And so he started by telling Joshua that Moses, my servant, is dead. And now therefore arise. And he told him, go over Jordan, you and all the people, unto the land that I give you. You know, let me read from the NIV. I like the way the NIV puts it. It was talking about an inheritance. You know, so God came and he first gave Joshua perspective. He said, um, just a second. I hope we're all here. Okay, so he said, he said, Moses, my servant is dead. Now you and all the people get ready, cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give you, um, um, about to give the Israelites. I will give you every place, to, every place where you set your foot. As I promised Moses, your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon, from the great river to the Euphrates, all the Hittite country, to the Mediterranean Sea in the West, no one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so will I be with you. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. The Lord painted this picture for Moses and that is what the prophetic does. The prophetic comes to foretell and to foretell. So God came and he spoke and showed Joshua a picture of what he had probably not, what he had not seen, what he had not experienced, but what he what he wanted him to, to, what he wanted him to come into. 
he came and painted that picture for him, what he wanted him to hope for, what he wanted him to lay hold on, what he wanted him to, you know, he came to give him that conviction that this is what I'm promising you. This is what you are going to see in the new season. I'm going to give you dominion. I'm going to give you power. I'm going to give you the ability to conquer all things. I'm going to strengthen you. I'm going to be with you. I'm going to back you up. I'm going to be your shield. I'm going to be your anchor. I'm going to be everything that you need in this new season. And what did he say after that? Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. That also speaks of a responsibility that he was bringing into the heart of Joshua. And he was telling him that the days where you were, you know, following and the days where you were playing small are over. And as much as I'm giving you all of these things and I'm painting this picture for you, it comes with a responsibility because you are the one that is going to cross these people into the land of the inheritance. So guess what? Joshua was also one of the people in the camp of Moses. And Joshua was also one of the people that was hearing about the promised land. Joshua was also one of the people that had, you know, uh, had heard of this land. They had even, when they had gone to spy the land, Joshua and Caleb, they had seen these things. You know, um, Joshua was um, 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 one of the people that was also expectant of this great and mighty move of God. And then God comes to him one day and tells him, all of these things, you are the one that's going to be at the forefront of this revival. You're the one that's going to be at the forefront of this movement. And after he had painted that beautiful picture for him, he began to tell him, be strong, be courageous, be careful to obey all the law that my servant Moses gave you. The Bible tells us that they that know their God shall be strong and they will do exploits. This is a season where we must know our God. In fact, every season is a season for us to know God. And it is not just knowing based on the letters, based on a book that we are reading. No, it is to intimately know God. It is to intimately, you know, um, um, relate with him. It is to intimately um, understand his ways. It is to have that relationship, that intimacy, that knowing, like a spousal knowing. That is how the Lord expects us to know him because it is where we know him that we are strong, that we are able to do exploits. So this strength and this courage that the Lord was asking Joshua to, to take on was a product of the next, uh, the next line where he says, by being careful to obey all the law, by staying in my word, by not allowing it to depart from your lips, by meditating on my word day and night, that is how you know me. That is how you become strong and courageous. I would like us to pray this morning and ask that the Lord will give us a desire to know him. This, you see, eh, is not, is not film trickle. These things do not come by wishing. These things come by being sincere with God. At every season and every time that we come together to pray, one of the things that I know that the spirit of the Lord is constantly telling us is we must be vulnerable with him. We must be vulnerable. Is it that you are studying the Bible and you are bored? Tell the Holy Spirit. Is it that you are trying to do a certain thing and you are struggling? Are you trying to fast and it is a struggle for you? Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Is it that your prayer life has just waxed cold all of a sudden? Tell the Holy Spirit to help you. What are the things, what are the areas of your life that you are struggling with? What are the seeming, you know, um, weaknesses that seem like they have overpowered you? What exactly is it that it seems like it's too big for you to handle? 
this is a season where we must be vulnerable with God. And likewise, even the, the big things, the great things, the, 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 the fantastic testimonies, we must also be able to take it to God and also lay it at his feet and give it to him in worship. So it is not just the times that we struggle that we come before the Lord. We must always be ready and willing and able to share even the high of the high moments with God. I'd like us to pray this morning that the Lord will give us a fresh desire to know him, know him beyond how we have known him in the previous season, that we will come to a place where all our hearts and all our souls will hunger and thirst for him, that we will desire him like never before. Um, just the other day, I was, I think I was on Instagram and I saw that um, a new season of a TV show has come out and people are just for free helping Netflix to propagate this agenda. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. I'm not necessarily saying that it's a good thing. I'm not, I'm not judging the act of it, but I just see when people are excited about a thing. And every time I see things like this, I'm like, God, can I get to a place where I'm so excited about you that I'm ready to tell people, oh, the Lord has dropped a new word and I'm putting it on, the, on, on every area of my life. I'm putting it on my status. Everybody that meets me in that season knows I'm talking about it. It's like, I remember when Game of Thrones was you know, still airing and every time a new Game of Thrones came, in fact, people had WhatsApp groups for Game of Thrones. People had fan clubs for Game of Thrones. People were constantly talking about it. People say, okay, don't put up any spoilers so that we can watch it. And then if we watch it on Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, we'll come together and we'll discuss it, we'll analyze it. Is that what we're doing with the word of God? In this season where the Lord expects us to be intentional about him, how are we stewarding him? We must even um, creatively engage the spirit of God. You know, it is where we talk about him. It is where we are excited about him. That is where he pours out his presence to us. Look at those men on the road to Emmaus. The, when they were sharing between themselves, they said, did our hearts not burn when he spoke to us? It is, your heart can only burn when you're talking about something you're passionate about. It's when you're passionate about something you are talking about, you start having goosebumps, you're excited about it, you can't wait for the next season, you can't wait for the next show to come out, you can't wait for the next release date, you are anticipating it, you want to know when the sequel is coming out, you are telling everybody about it. How enthusiastic and excited are we about the knowledge of our God? Or do we really just put God in a box and just expect him to be okay? We must realize that our God is alive. He's living and he's breathing. Jesus Christ did not just live on this earth. He is living up until now. He is alive and living. And he is, he is a person that wants to engage us. He wants us to engage him. He wants us to be excited about him. But in this season, I also realized that there is room to go beyond knowing Jesus Christ as a man and as a person, but come in, coming into the knowledge of the glory of Jesus Christ. I'd like us to pray that the Lord will take us beyond what we have known and bring us into the place where we experience the knowledge of his glory, the knowledge of the glory of the Lord, the knowledge of the glory of Christ Jesus. It was the knowledge of the glory of Christ Jesus that took John from a place of familiarity, that took John from the place where he knew Jesus, like he and Jesus, they were so close. He calls himself the beloved. He's the one that always rested on the chest of Jesus. He's the one that always received the insights, you know, of Jesus Christ because he had that relationship. He had that, he knew Jesus, in, you know, he knew him. They were friends, they were brothers. And, you know, he, he, he was also his disciple. But we see a difference between 
the John in the Gospels and John the Revelator, the Bible tells us that when he saw that Jesus, all of a sudden, he fell to his feet. He couldn't contain himself. There was a glory that he experienced that he had never seen before. So many times we become so familiar with Jesus. We become so familiar with God that we give him no room to even do more and express himself more in our hearts. And that is why we make prayers like this. And we say, Lord, bring me into a place where I desire to know you more beyond what I have known in the past seasons, because our God is eternal and he's unending. We must realize that. So there are new and diverse expressions of God that we do not know, that we have not come into. This season is an opportunity for us to dig deeper into the person and the character of God. This season is an opportunity for us to delve deeper into the knowledge of the glory of our father, into the knowledge of the glory of the high priest, Jesus Christ himself. I'd like us to pray that we will not be satisfied with what we knew yesterday. We will not be satisfied with the knowledge of God that we knew yesterday, but the Lord will give us a fresh hunger to go deeper into his word, that we would no longer stay on, on the level of familiarity. We will not get, um, um, we will not get held back by familiarity, a familiarity with God. We will not be too familiar with the things of the spirit. We will not be too familiar and get caught up with the things of yesterday, with the signs, with the wonders, with the miracles and the testimonies of yesterday and lose sight of what the spirit of the Lord is saying in this new season. He will give us a fresh hunger, a fresh test to know him, to stay in his word, to desire his word above everything else, to meditate on his word, to seek his word, to seek his voice in the name of Jesus. Brethren, please, I'd like us to lift up our voices and pray. These are prayers that we are making for ourselves. It is not prayers that I make for anybody. We are praying and we are asking the Lord to give us a fresh hunger and a fresh desire to know him, to know him that we may be strong. It is when we know him that we receive strength. It is the knowledge of God that bets strength in us. It is the knowledge of God that bets the courage for us to even take on the new season. But it starts with a knowing. It starts with a love. It starts with a desire. It starts with a passion. It starts with a burning in our hearts, a hunger and a thirst in us. Father, we thank you because your word shows us that it is all rooted in the knowledge of you, in the knowledge of the glory of God. Oh, Father, open unto us, oh God, new realms of glory, Lord, in your word. New realms of glory, Lord, in your, in your person, Father. Open our eyes 
place to see, uncharted places, oh God, uncharted territories in you, oh God. For you, oh God, your name is a strong tower, oh God. We run into it and we are safe. My Lord and my God, I pray, Lord, that your word and your name will be a tower, it will be a shield, it will be a covering, oh God. It will be an anchor for us in this season. As we run into your word, as we stay in your word, as we camp in your word, Father, because this is really the camp of our lives. Your word is our camp beyond any other camp. First, your Lord, your word is what encamps us, oh God. It is what engulfs us. It is what covers us. It is what shields us, oh God. It is your name, oh God. It is your authority, oh God. It is your love that is a banner and a covering over us, Lord. And so, Father, this morning, we decree and we declare that you are the rock of ages that is clear for us, and we hide ourselves in you. Show us, Lord, how to literally hide ourselves in you, how to take your word, Lord, and to cover, use it as a covering over our lives. Father, how to take your word, Lord, and let it be the yea and amen of our lives. How to take your word, oh God, and run with it. How to obey your word, Father. Help us, Father, to keep our eyes on you, Lord. Let our eyes be single so our bodies will be full of light. Let us not wander in this season. Let us not look to the left or to the right. Father, help us to stay, oh God, on the beckoning of the still small voice, oh God, that comes from your spirit, that comes from your throne room, oh God. Help us to be able to decipher your voice as we stay in your word, as we stay in your word, as we stay in your word, as we partake of the tree of life, as we eat, oh God, of the fruit of the tree of life, as we eat of your word, Father, let your light shine, oh God. Let our bodies be full of light. Let our world be full of light. Let everything that concerns us be full of light. Deliver us from the deceit and the darkness of this time in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, this is how we are able to build up strength and courage when we stay in your word. Help us, Lord, to fill ourselves up in your word in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, help us, oh God, to stay in your word. Help us to stay in your word. Help us to walk in obedience. This is a season where the Lord requires obedience of us. This is a season where the Lord requires obedience of us. I was, I was, you know, I was sharing with my team yesterday also, and I was talking about there's a certain decision that, you know, is for many, it is a season of making it seems like there are many decisions you need to make, but it, it also seems like once you just make that one decision that is right in the sight of God, everything else will fall in place. So it seems like there are so many things that are trying to call your attention, but really at the end of the day, it is just one thing you need to get right. It is just obedience to the voice of God. And I was saying that, um, I was saying that it seems like there's, there, there are so many decisions. There are so many things that are pulling on our hearts. There are so many, you know, it's, it's so many things that are requiring our attention, but we just need to align with God and we just need to trust him and obey him. We just need to um, um, depend on the spirit. We just need to receive the conviction of the spirit and trust him in this time like never before. Like I said, it is a most crucial period. It is a very pivotal season. Whatever decisions we make in this time is going to determine or is going to speak into 
the years to come. It's going to determine what the next year is going to look like for us. It's going to determine what the next five years is going to look like for us. It's going to determine what the next 10 years is going to look like for us. And I believe that's why the Lord was telling Joshua, don't turn to the left or to the right. Stay in my word. If you get this one thing right, everything else will fall in place. So it doesn't matter that it seems like there's so many things that are trying to get your attention. Just get this one thing right. So many things are calling on your attention. So many things may be lawful, but not everything is expedient in this time. So many conversations, so many, there's so much room for giving your opinion. There's so much room for, but this is a time to consecrate yourself. This is a time to circumcise yourself. This is a time to separate yourself unto the Lord. This is a time to retreat. This is a time to stay in God. This is a time to wait on him. This is a time to receive from him. This is a time to even allow yourself look foolish. It doesn't matter. It is the voice of one that you are waiting for. It is the instruction and the leading of the father that you desire. And our Lord and our God is a rewarder of they that diligently seek him. And that is what God was telling Joshua. He said, I will reward you. I will reward you with my presence. He said, I will be with you just the way I was with Moses. I will be with you in this time. And that is how you are able, that is the only way you'll be able to come into the establishment or walk in the fullness of these pictures that I have painted for you. Those things are, are given. You will walk into them, but are you ready? This is like the final call for the pruning. This is the final call for the testing. This is the final call for, for the things that are required of us. And so like never before, we just need to trust him. We need to depend on him and we must obey him. We must obey him. I'd like us to pray that the Lord will give us a heart of a heart, a heart that is ready to obey, a heart that is quick to do his will. He will give us a heart of obedience and not of rebellion. This generation, and by generation, we are not just talking about the age of the people, we're also talking about the time. So it is a season of rebellion. We see it in the world. People are rebelling against God. People are rebelling against the nature of God. People are rebelling against the law of God. People are rebelling against the word of God. People are doing a lot of things in their own. They think they are doing it in their own stride. They think they are doing it by their own knowledge, but truly they are walking under the spirit of deception. And it is deception that causes a man to be rebellious. I'd like us to pray that the Lord will deliver us from the spirit of rebellion. At any point in our lives or at every situation of our lives where something in us wants to arise and rebel against the word and against the leading and against the voice of God, that the Holy Spirit will give us the grace to submit, surrender, and to obey his word, to obey his voice, to stay in his word, in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray this morning that you would even give us once again, baptize us afresh, Lord, with the spirit of obedience. Help us to be sons and daughters that do not just hear your voice, O oh God, but obey your word. Father, because this is what it means to Shema. This is what it means to be hearers and doers of your word. Father, give us the grace to obey. Give us the grace to obey. Give us the will, the zeal, oh God, to obey because we cannot do it on our own. We cannot do it by our strength, oh God. By strength shall no man prevail. Your word tells us so. And so, Father, we lean on you. We depend on you. We cry out to you. We ask, oh God, even for your help, Lord. 
for your help, Lord, for your help, Lord, for your help in this season. We ask for your help, Lord. Father, we do not even want to take pride, oh God, in the fact that we can do things. No, we want to know and we want to see that it was all because you allowed us to do it. It was all because you equipped us to do it. It is all because you have engraced us to do it, my God. And so, Father, we receive your grace, even with humility, oh God, we receive your grace. First, the grace to obey. First, oh God, the grace to stay in your word. First, oh God, the grace even to do your will. This is our desire, oh God. We receive this grace. We receive this grace this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' precious name. In Jesus' precious Amen. name. Father, as we Amen. go forth this day, oh God, we receive, Lord, the grace, the strength, oh God, even to meditate on your word. Show us what it means, oh God, to stay in your word, to meditate in your word, to stay in the way, O oh God, of the godly. Father, let us not be found in the way of the ungodly. Let us not be found in the seat of the scornful. Let us not found in the way, O oh God, or in the company, O oh God, of backbiters or gossips, O oh God. Let us not be found, O oh God, in the, in the doctrines, O oh God, or in the places of the ungodly where you are not glorified, O oh God. Be it conversations, O oh God. Be it meditations, O oh God. Be it whatever it is, O oh God, that may come to steal our time, O oh God, to steal, to kill, or to destroy the seeds that you are laying in our hearts in this season. My God, help us to be vigilant, to watch and to pray over the words, oh God, that you release over us, my God. Father, we pray that your word will prosper in our hearts, that your word will prosper in our lives, that your word will take root, oh God. Your word will take root in our lives, Lord, and it will grow, Lord, and it will produce fruit, oh God, to the glory of your name in the mighty name of Jesus cause your word to prosper in our hearts and in our lives. This is our desire, that our lives will be sweet smelling unto you, O God. Our lives will be sweet smelling unto you, Father, in the name of Jesus. There is so much you want to do for us in this season. One hour is not enough, Lord, to fully exhaust or to speak of the things, O God, or the instructions, O God, or the desires of your heart towards us. But Father, we know that your spirit is enough. And your spirit is really the, the, the boundary of our fellowship. And so, Father, as we go forth, we give ourselves to your spirit. Father, we give room to you to continually speak to us. We give room to you to continually minister to us. We give room to your spirit to continually lead us and to dictate to us and to instruct us as we go forth, my God, that your spirit will make known your desires for each and every one of us as individuals, Lord, and even as a camp. We will not forget the things that we have heard this morning. Morning, oh God, but instead you will cause it, you will cause these words to be multiplied, oh God. You will cause the fruits of this word to show up in our lives, oh God, in the name of Jesus. No plan of the enemy will pervert these words. No plan of the enemy will pervert your word in our hearts. No plan of the enemy will distort our understanding, oh God, of your word in the name of Jesus. We receive clarity. We receive light. We receive insight, oh God. We receive understanding, my God, in the name of Jesus. Father, help us, Lord. We lean on you in the areas that we struggle and in the areas, oh God, of our weaknesses. We know, Lord, that it's an avenue, oh God, and it's an opportunity, oh God, for your strength to be manifested and your name to be glorified in our lives. And so, Father, we ask and pray, oh God, for your help, for your strength, for your grace, oh God in our lives, Lord, this morning, in the name of Jesus. We give you praise and we give you glory. 
We bless your holy name, O God, and we thank you. We thank you for these seven days, O God, of camping and of waiting on you. We thank you for all that you are set to do. We thank you, Father, for all that you are set to do. We thank you because our lives will not remain the same. And indeed, each and every one of us will journey with you. We will journey well, O God, and we will come into our inheritance, the inheritance of rest, the inheritance of the Sabbath, the inheritance of your presence being with us, O God, the inheritance of you, because you are our portion in the land of the living. Father, this is the rest and the inheritance that we come into in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, God. We exalt your name. We glorify your holy name. In Jesus' precious name we have prayed. Amen, amen and amen. Um, I'd like to encourage us to stay in prayer. I'd like to encourage us to keep our watch times. There are different watches of the day. I know we've shared it a few times. Um, we've shared it on prayer rain so many times. There are different watches, prayer watches. In this period, we're also going to be, we're also going to be um, having power hour. Power hour happens Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Please, as much as we can, plug in. Let's plug in. It is a time to come together to be energized and to be strengthened in God. So Power Hour is going to happen today by 1 p.m. 1 p.m. West African time. We're going to be praying for 15 to 30 minutes. It's from 1 to 1.30. And we're just going to come together and we're going to pray and just keep ourselves stead up. Keep the spirit of, you know, keep our spirits stead up and keep ourselves um, energized in the presence of God. We'll pray Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 1 p.m. West African time. But prayer rain continues every morning from 6 to 7 a.m. West African time. God bless you all. If you have any prayers, if you have any testimonies, if there's anything you want to share, whether on the group or via email, please feel free to share with the group. Encourage one another. Remember, stand in the gap for your brethren. Remember to look out for one another. This is a time to love recklessly. This is a time to strengthen the brethren. This is not a time to stay in isolation. This is a time to sink deep in the word of God. Remember, we are going beyond what we have known before. It is a new season. We are not resting on the knowledge or the victories or, you know, the things of yesterday. Those things have been great in building us up. But today we are looking forward. We are going from what we have known and diving deeper into the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. May the Lord give us understanding and may he continually release his grace upon us in the name of Jesus. I pray that the blessing of the Lord will follow each and every person as we go forth today in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. Have a fantastic day.